What up, world? It's your boy Rio. And your boy, yeah. Fights. Yeah. And this yeah. is the Tenter Reality Y'all already Show. Know what Let's it go. Is. What's up, man? Tenter Reality Show. Back in the building. Somewhere in the 50s. Oh, we're like, you know what I'm saying? Like we always do about this time. TGIF, big homie. For real, though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a, it's a hot week, man. First of all, Thanks to everybody who's been rocking with us, man. Get at us on Spotify, Stitcher, All Heart Radio, any and everywhere you get the podcast. You know, I, I've been noticing our, our demographics in the South, though, been been inching up. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been peeping that. I'm digging that. I was, I'm, I was about to say to those who've been rocking with us before, but y'all done fell off. Where y'all at? That's all right. They gonna come back. We from we from dropping that hot butter, baby. We want to keep it cooking, baby. Smoke's still coming. We still need you to smoke. That's all good. Whether it's one or one million, dog. You know. Hey, like they say, all soldiers are entitled to outstanding leadership. I will provide that leadership, man. Let's go. Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all already know. It's been a crazy, crazy week, my dude. First of all, how did your nope. week go? Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's get the personal shit out the way, because, I, I, you know, <laughs> say, I'm about to go up. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to stand up. Um, uh-uh, not, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, it's been a good week for me, man. Like, just getting my son locked in on just... Um, a schedule, mm-hmm. like just getting comfortable with just being in a new place and all that, man. Like it's a blessing because, like now he, you know, what I'm saying he got his feet on the ground, he running. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, we can calm down. Like before, it was like, man, we gotta get some more shoes, we gotta get some more clothes. Like, yeah, you're reacting. You know, just like relax and just like, all right, this is gonna be our daily life. Now you gotta find hobbies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want you sitting here looking at me every day. Then day. <laughs> you got to find hobbies. Yeah. But how was your week, bro? Good, bro. Good, man. I was able to put some troops on the on the work front, man. Um, make some moves with the kiddos on the personal front. They started school Monday, man. So I ended up taking the day off um, just to kind of help them do that last minute prep, man. Get the homeboy faded. He got he rocking a flat top. He trying to Bruh. go up and he trying to go up yeah, and kill him. He was here though, yeah. Yeah, but nah, I mean it's, it's cleaner now. <laughs> he actually edged it up. It looks real good. So he's ready to go in and slay on Monday. Um mm-hmm. kids are excited, man. I, mama's happy for them to go back to school finally. Um I'd be I'd be lying if I say I wasn't nervous about this shit around here, this fucking Delta cuz, cause um this shit's crazy, man. My my uh, my 13 year old, we took him down. He got his first uh, Pfizer the other day, like three days ago. Yeah. How was that decision like? It was uh looking at everything right here, bro. No no ICU beds, no hospital beds, nowhere in the state, and it's overpacked with kids, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that decision was fairly easy for us. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mama went with him. So she got she got it, she got a uh, shot up too. So it was fairly easy for us. And um no side effects, no nail, little sore arm action, which is to be a space somebody jamming needing your fucking arm. So right. Yeah, outside of that, man, he, he was motivated to get it, bro. He just like, Dad, I, I don't, if I get this shit, I don't want it like that. You know what I mean? Because right. there's no mass mandate per se. It's like, all right, parents, you tell your kids to do what you want them to do. Yeah, I'm looking, look, I'm looking at the shot I took, and it's like the worst one. Yeah, you, yeah, you got that other shit, Playboy. I'm like, how y'all gonna do me like this? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Hey, but you got your shot though. Bro, I ain't know I was out there with the ugly sister though. Shit, you ain't even had a sister. I thought homie. I was you diamond them up. You know what I mean? You had the buck two friend, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Shout out to all the Buck Two son. You had the Buck Two friend, man. She she cool, you know what I'm saying? She mad Buck cool. The people, yeah. But then that's one of them homies like, yo, you smashing that? You be like, uh, nah, bro. You know, you know you're talking I was about. drunk last night, bro. Yeah, you know, I took one for the team, man, because Tony was out oh. with a friend, you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to leave him by himself. Yeah, you out there like that. You a big one. You just know that. You owe me a big one. Yeah, bro. And then knowing that you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Hey, man. It's it's always a pleasure to be on the airways with you, sir. I think we'll 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 jump into the elephant in the room, man. Yeah, I feel like if we didn't address what you're about to talk about, we you would know, be it would be a disservice. We can't call though. ourselves the voice of the soldier. If we don't approach soldier topics, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this too though, but um, it, it don't require a lot of energy. Um, it really don't because when I look at having served twice in Afghanistan, bro, I, I would say this right here: anybody that ever put boots on the ground there could have told you that that was what happened, and the speed of the speed of which it was it happened. Jesus. Yeah, bro, it was a house of cards to begin with, bro. I was now, shocked. Let me say this. Let me say this because uh, I want to go back because the the blood, sweat, and tears, and the commitment, the the loss of American life, the loss of limbs, uh, and and so many of us who brought that war back home to the states and still deal with the repercussions of those actions that we did. You know what I'm saying? That part of it really it it gets me. You know what I'm saying? I I feel bad about that part, right? I feel so bad. So many lives were changed. Shit, your life was changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, bro. It, it, exactly. Nobody, nobody who goes anywhere, whether it's Iraq, Afghanistan, or fucking Grenada, Vietnam, exactly. you know, it don't matter. You come back a different person, bro. And um, but you know that going in. So that being said, I, I don't um, think you're ever prepared for it, though. No, of course not. No. How do you prepare for that, though? Like, yeah, because <laughs> you don't know. You know, I know cats that been side by side with me, man. And right now we're in two totally different spaces mentally. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just a matter of how the individual processes exactly. uh, the crap that they went through or whatever, man. But that being and said, outlets. do they have somebody they can talk to? And that's Are the you thing. Trying to internalize it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thing. It's trying to make sense of it. And especially now when when you saw your brothers and sisters in arms still fighting that good fight that you sacrificed your mental capacity for, that you gave a oh. leg for, that you gave an arm for. And so to see it go like that, I I, I fully understand um, the reaction for some of my brothers and sisters having to this war finally being over, you know? Right. You are saying? Hmm? As, as, a, as somebody who never went there, it bothered me. Mm. Because I know what the toll is on your mental. Yeah, yeah. But for somebody to go over there four or five times, you know what I'm saying? And then to see, like you said, to see it crumble like a, a deck of cards. We was over there 20 years, mm. which means you done trained two generations of soldiers. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> what way do people expect it to go? <laughs> like... The soldier, like, it's like, seriously, bro. I mean, so we we, we talked about every, every single war, every conflict America has ever been involved in, bro. Look at it. It, it never, you always leave and you're never, it never goes the way you want it to go. Right. People like to compare this moment to Vietnam. and It didn't go the way people thought it was going to go. 
You can go to Desert Shield, Desert Storm. I mean, what does victory look like these days? What I don't does think you win a war? Huh? I don't think you really win a war. Yeah, that's my point. And so just stop fighting. It's like, man, I'm good. Yeah. So I, I, again, and I and I, I'm not even conflicted. Like when I went to work that like the day, the next day, and cast, you know, I, I got a bunch of older veterans that I that I work with. You know what I mean? They've been through other different deployments and conflicts in Iraq and the whole nine. And it's like, man, how do you feel? How do you feel? Are you okay? How do you feel? And I'm like, what? I didn't understand the question, first of all, to be honest with you. I didn't understand, like, like, what do you mean, how do I feel about the... F-? I said, bro, we 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 went and executed it. We did our thing. We could, There was no way we were ever going to be there forever. Right. Yeah, it's not like... A forever was never a possibility. You know what I mean? So I, I don't understand when people say... Or we shouldn't have left the way we left and shit. <laughs> like, bro, we was already there 18 years too many, in my opinion. Like, I was wondering how you felt about the way they left. I, I mean, granted, the optics are horrible, but I never seen an evacuation go smooth. Like, evacuation. They gotta stop telegraphing shit. Stop telling people when you're gonna leave. Because I'm gonna but wait till the next day and I'm gonna take shit over. I think they should have waited. The, the first people that should have known that they were, this shit was going down, and they had time and they noticed all the American citizens that you had that were registered with the State Department that were there, all the people working in the embassies, all of our interpreters, all of our people, you know what I mean? Those guys sacrificed a lot to work with us and for us. And I think right. that part of it is, is heartbreaking to watch because, I mean, luckily the interpreters I work with, thank God they're here. They've been in the States for a couple of years now. But I, I tell you, that wasn't without several different units rotating. You, you figure I went there twice, bro. Right. And the unit before us had started these guys' paperwork. They were there with me the first time in 2010. I wow. fucking went back to, again in 2013. Them guys were still there trying, still trying to get paperwork done. It's still being resubmitted by every single unit that actually rolled through there, bro. Like, to me, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, it, I don't understand how we can say we can promise you this you know, help us because we would have been deaf, dumb, and blind without those interpreters over there, bro. We, we would have, we would have been. We would just been, <laughs> bro. I know my, you know, we would, we would have shot up all kind of crazy shit unnecessarily if we didn't have just off the frustrations alone or not having nobody who fully spoke the English, the language, right. and, and and could deal with the locals. You know what I'm saying? So they were invaluable, <laughs> invaluable. They should have been here. That shouldn't have even been a thing. And then once you start the withdrawal process, okay, we need to we need to boost up whatever we need to boost up. I don't give a damn if you say, you know what? We know he worked with us in some shape, form, or fashion. Let's get him out here and work on a and work on a proper paperwork later. Like cut through some of the red tape. You do you dig what I'm saying? Because you know that they committed to that. You have that paperwork. You can't just say, oh, well, you're missing this one sheet. That you know you forgot to dot the I on. Now you can't even leave out the country. Now I went eight units and put in the paperwork. Exactly, bro. That's crazy to me. So I think the optics right now. Somebody or a department dragging their feet. Bro, feet. Shit, that's an insult to feet. <laughs> Motherfucker dragging ass, huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that um the optics are horrible in terms of. The, the 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 Taliban taking over and shit like that, they were gonna take that shit over anyway, man, because that's we can't do that. We can't go over there and say, you know what, well, well, 
boom, we can't go there right now, start sending more troops tomorrow, take it back right. and give it back to them. They clearly shown that they're not willing to fight for the country that they want them to have, that they wish to have. Right. It's, it's going to take an uprising of the people to stand against that, that, that particular type of government, that, that particular type of regime to make it work. And so I, I for one, I, I'm glad that we're pulling out and because the loss of American life, to me, to this point, has not been worth it. And going forward, would not be fucking worth it. If the people that live there, that's God and country, you cannot come to America and do that. Right. I don't, boy, listen, we'd be some red, white, and blue, star-spangled, bannered, fucking glitter shooting out of our ears, jokers, boy. Come on, Everybody man. be together. You, you, won't, you won't be safe nowhere. You won't occupy no space, no inch of this country, bro. You know what I'm saying? Without some hot shit on your ass. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Because this is our country and we love it and we will defend it to the death. You know what I'm saying? No, no matter who, what, hell. You got some people defending it. They claim they're defending it, uh, defending it against other Americans. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that that patriotic around here. You know what I'm saying? And so... Can't I be think, so patriotic you delusional, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, so... I don't... I, I've, was that... My nose is stuck up. You got the itchies, yeah. You got the, got the <laughs> 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 but I think that um again, bro, I other the outside of the piece of the my brothers and sisters who still who are still grappling with the the, the terms of that war upstairs in their heads mm -hmm. and their families and and that they had to deal with them dealing with that. Or the physicality of or the physicality of the loss. That part hurts me. But it doesn't hurt me to say we're gone. I, I they asked me how I feel. I didn't leave shit over there. You know what I mean? Like the first when that shit started happening, my LT, my old platoon sergeant for my first deployment, which was the toughest one over there. Um, we all got together on a little, on a on a text message thread, and we just going back and forth about it. I was like, hey, bro, I'm just glad we made it. Quite honestly, I would hate for either one of us to made an ultimate sacrifice over there and then having to watch this. So I know mm -hmm. how my brothers and sisters in arms feel right now. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, bro, when I see like these, these all of a sudden, these new Middle Eastern experts popping up on, on the news and on Facebook and all this shit, I'm like, bro, they'd be like, well, my, my baby daddy used to be over there. But why is your baby daddy on TV talking about it? Because this is crazy. I just don't understand. Maybe we started this podcast so we can speak for the troops. Yeah, bro. Oh, hell, just, just we might not speak out. for all of them, but we speak and for some of them. Exactly, bro. I'm not even speaking for all of them. This is my shit. This is where mm -hmm. I feel about that particular thing because it's uh we do have a commitment to every like I said before, we have a commitment to people, those who helped us. We have a commitment to the families who have sacrificed their, their soldiers, their America, their sons and daughters to going over there. You know what I mean? And we have a commitment to making sure that we do right by all of them. But that being said, that country was never gonna look any other way than what it looks like right now. Like if, if we call it a spade a spade, you think about how many times you heard on, we training the, the ANA, the Afghan forces, the AMP, the, the police over there, and they turn their weapons on American soldiers. They had to have overwatch. You had to have the watchers watching the watchers, watching the trainers. That was the biggest thing over there, man. They were just turned because they had infiltrated all that good stuff, bro. They had infiltrated all the security forces. And then for these jokers to be taking ground, these cities, these, 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 these regions without even firing a shot, Rio. Exactly. Come on, man.
Come on, bro. Come on. I feel like I feel like we got involved in some family shit. I feel like what's going on over there was a civil war. And you're not gonna get in the way of a civil war. It's been going on for hundreds of years. You know what I'm saying? Like if anything, we gotta let them be them. We set them back a hundred years, right? Yeah, now. everybody got the drunk uncle. You gotta let your drunk uncle be your <laughs> drunk uncle, man. You know what Bro. I mean? Yeah, real shit. Nah, I like the way you put that thing, man. Yeah. I said we set them back because now we gave those 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 guys who would have had these old dusty AKs. Now they got tanks and M raps and shit. Yeah, yeah, we 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 but we, armored them. we didn't do that. But yeah. the, the forces who picked up and cut sling load and then fight did that. You know what I mean? Like the guys at work, they oh we gave them all that equipment. We gave we didn't get the Taliban shit. The people who fucking abandoned their post gave them that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got it. You got it, player. They just changed uniforms, bro. That's all they did. That's it. But we can't we can't sit idly by and I it's gonna come out in the future. If if I could have got any E4, bro, to tell you that this shit was not gonna last. Yeah, I, I could have got any E4 to say, bro, shit. Same thing in Iraq. We used to take these jokers, escort them to get their paychecks. These jokers jump off the truck, run away, never come back. <laughs> it's like in the middle, like they going through training. They'll go get paid and run off. Like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing here, bro? That place is going to take, oh, uh, I don't know what it's going to take to make that country. I don't know. And then again, I mean, there are people in there, in that country who want to evolve, who have evolved, and just can't get out. Uh, you know, I, I imagine that to be true. Um, and to those people, I say, man, just keep fighting and keep trying. <laughs> like I don't know what to say, bro. But it's heartbreaking to see these people trying to. Mm-hmm. Generation that's after that, bro. That thing is horrible. It's heartbreaking, man, because it's. It's, it's a humanitarian crisis at this point. Um, and I think even if real, I, I'm, I'm being honest, you know, people say we should do a scale drawdown and it's this person's fault and that person's fault. We did a scale drawdown. We've been withdrawing troops over there for months. We've been withdrawing mm-hmm. troops. It, it ain't like 100,000 troops just got up and left that fucker. No, people been drawn back. Been scaled. When I was there in... Yeah, won't 40 planes. Yeah, like, 13, 14, we were scaling back, bro. So we've been drawing forces back. It was a scaled approach, and this is what it looks like. The part, the part that I don't like is I was in Iraq when Obama was like, we're going to bring home all the troops, and I was a contractor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Why are you telling them when y'all leaving? You know what I'm saying? Like, that mean, the next day, somebody going to be knocking on the door and nobody going to be there to answer it. But that's what the, that sovereign nation's defense yeah. forces are supposed to handle. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what... I do not know what saving Afghanistan looks like on, on a... On a, on a democracy scale. The people who helped us like I would love for any and everybody who wants to leave that country to to be able to be free to be love women to get an education and go to school and become 
leaders and 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 and, and their their tribes and their communities and all these other highs to travel abroad to study abroad. The same thing home. you want for parts of Africa. The same thing I want for any anybody in any country anywhere. You know what I mean, bro? Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, people used to roll up on us. You see that uh. That lady that was handing that baby up over that barbed wire, that, that was a big image today. They was passing a baby over the wall uh, at the airport today. And it, it made me think about when I was there the first time, we'd be on these missions, man. Stuff used to be so jacked up that women would come up and try to give us, just please take my baby. They would just give us their, try to give us their kids, bro. Like that, just like, I don't know what to do, but I, if I give them to you, hopefully this kid has a chance at being something. Right. Imagine the amount of sacrifice and desperation, right? That that takes. That that you takes. Give away something that you love and hopes. Come on, just to say, I don't, I don't know. I give them to you. I don't know whatever may happen. So I may not ever hear from them again, but I gave them a chance just by giving them to you. What the fuck, bro? That's, That's heavy true shit. That's heavy shit. That's true hopelessness. Come on, man. So I, I think when when we get into this this repetitive cycle of being the world's police, like we we did we did our mission, bro. Think about it. When people Afghanistan was a success for all practical purposes, right? They planned the 9-11 terrorist attacks out of that country. We went there to stop terrorist training camps for ever being able to attack America on the homeland. We're taking a fight to the daggone enemy. We did that. We have not had a, 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 a an attack of that magnitude whatsoever since then. We did the job. We did it well. So all my service members, hold your fucking head up high. You did your thing. You, real shit. You did your thing. You know what I mean? So don't be down. Don't be mad. You leave, you left it on the like I said. You left it on the field. So real shit. I think I think what most of them are worried about is we just trained our next enemy. We just right. spent 18 years training our next enemy who don't wear a uniform, which also makes this shit harder. It's not like, oh, he has obviously uniform on shooting. You know what I'm saying? We the only one out there wearing uniforms. They ain't wearing no fucking uniforms. I think this will get more complicated. We've, we'll be all in dirt before this thing gets figured out. Oh, of uh, course. You got the like Chinese. I, said, I, I feel like I feel like the U.S. tries to big brother the rest of the world. It's like, yo, you can't you can't protect everybody. You can't jump in everybody's fight. I think uh, we we should have. When I say again, we should have been gone, bro. We should have been gone. Like when we went to try to spread democracy to a country, by and large, in terms of the government, that they didn't want it. That was a problem. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem, bro. The, the capital, the ring of steel around Kabul fell in a matter of minutes with nobody. They were like, we, we, were, gonna, we were gonna wait. The, 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 the Taliban spokesperson said the shit was like, yo, we was gonna wait to you know come in. But since we rolled up and wasn't nobody here, we just came on in because the fucking president left. <laughs> shit. Bro, that's crazy. And he took like, they say he took like 65, 100, no, was it $130 million with him? Of course. Come on, bro. Of course, sweet. Y'all, y'all y'all gonna to, live in a cave? That shit ain't worked the first time. Y'all gonna have to, people of Afghanistan, y'all gonna have to figure that out. Y'all gonna have to fight for a better day, bro. 
That's it. I'm gonna need some rebels. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need some Wolverines, man. Some Red Dawn moments over there to take the to take these towns back. You see what I'm saying? To take you these. Can't look back. for outside help. That's like me watching you get punched in the face, and you're like looking at me like Rio. Do you something. Gonna, you ain't like no. That? You gotta. You gotta show me some fight and fighting spirit in yourself first, bro. Exactly. We go to take that country back to, tomorrow in, in a matter of 30 days, right? Who do we give it to? How you secure it? <laughs> Who do you give it to? How you secure it? How do you we can secure? We can lock it down. We can we can body rock the whole thing. How do you spot. trust anybody that's military police? No, exactly. That's my point, bro. Like they can just, uh, I'm back. Oh, thank you. You you came back. You you came back to get us. Who do you give the country to? It was, Come on, I mean, it, it, to me, it looked like, oh, oh shit, y'all here? Hey, you got no beef? I, I play with y'all now. I with y'all. Bro. And don't and don't get me wrong. It I happened think... so fast. That's the part that's fucking me up. It happened too, way too fast. The spots on the map that you see that they do not control, those are those those local warlords saying, "No, every man that can shoot a rifle." They ain't getting this spot because right. they don't have the entire country. They yeah, got to come with eighty-five percent. Yeah, you are gonna have to commit some forces if you want to take my province. You know what I'm saying? Right. But ain't no way in them fuck. Ah man, every time you send somebody, <laughs> you set up a boy. Listen, look, you set up a checkpoint. You want to? Oh, that's a Taliban checkpoint. It won't be there tomorrow. Yeah, because. Any any province seems to have the high ground in that area. Yeah, but it won't be involved. It's gonna be safe travels from here to the next town, according to me. Come on, man. I'm just saying, dog. These guys out here wilding, man. I, I never, I never been over there, so I, I, I reserve judgment. The only thing man. I, you don't have to feel bad because I know what soldiers left over there. And that's the that's the only part that gets me. But then again, fuck. N- name name a fucking war that that hasn't happened. I don't right. understand how people had this magical idea of what the fuck this was supposed to look like when it was said and done, bro. That's I I, I the sacrifice. Fuck it, I feel it in my fucking every fiber of my shit, bro. I feel it. I know. I, know. I was waiting I for it. you to talk about this. But my thing is, is what the fuck do people expect? I think they look at the. You know, movies depiction of the Civil War, the first, you know what I'm saying, where there's like surrender. They're mm. looking for surrender. You had that. The government had the country. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. People could go. They had voting. They had yeah. free and fair elections for the most part, right? Like, right. I don't understand what, what people was expecting. I, I think it's like America. Mm. As in, this is a mirror to who we are. Mm-hmm. Because you got so many people that won't let go of their traditions mm. that are rooted in racism, that are rooted in this, that are rooted in that. That wasn't a diplomatic company. That wasn't a, you know what I'm saying, a company that was based on democracy. So you might have tribal leaders who didn't like. I'll play the game, but as soon as the game, you know what I'm saying? As soon as, as, soon as the, the, the board the board changes, yeah, like, go back to what I know. Switch up. Let me come double back. Yeah. <laughs> double back like so, two, three, double, four, five. Yeah. 
So it'll be like you you wearing a Phoenix Sun shirt, but as soon as they lose to the Bucks, you don't pull that joint off. Now you got a Bucks jersey on. <laughs> You're like, I was with y'all the whole time. I was I've been rooting for you, man. Wait, what took y'all so long? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is right now, bro. Yeah, so it's like, how do you build trust? How do you build any kind of real morale in a place like that? I don't know, man. I don't know. And uh, and I also, I think that America's word has taken a step back right now as well, like globally, internationally. I mean, but the people who are, who can, who can really criticize this thing, um, a lot of them never had a dog in a fight. You know what I mean? Never had a, never been a part of the hunt. Like, and I get it. I get it because it stinks to high heaven and back, right? But the reality is, man, when you leave a spot like that, you committed trillions of dollars, you know, 2,000 plus lives, countless wounded, you know what I mean? Because you, you only count the scars from the people who got amputated and got injured over there. You're not right. counting those mental scars from people who brought home. Which is everybody who touched the same. Which is everybody. So those numbers are through the roof, right? Right. <laughs> so... All that being said, man, um, the final tally, we will never know the number for people who've been, you know, who've been affected. But at the end of the day, the people of Afghanistan had to fight for the country that they wanted to see, that they wanted to be. Right. And and you can't have it both ways unless you're willing to commit to putting a McDonald's in the middle of fucking Kabul and fucking or Walmart and fucking Helmand province. You, you, you have to fight that kind for the of shit. you seek. Yeah, man. You talking? You talking about America's youngest fuck compared to Afghanistan, bro? Right. America's a little juvenile with fucking Similac still behind the ears, and we can't get past our tradition. We can't get past our shit. We still deal with dumb shit, and we sit here try to promote. You know, try to do this crazy stuff around the world, man. How That's you gonna tell your older brother how to date? How to date? Yeah, they like, hey, bro. You only dated two in high school. They like, look, we didn't got the Russian ass. Days. We didn't got the British ass. Alice in the gate. He did hung out a little bit. Genghis Khan brought his ass through here. Yeah. That shit swallows nations, bro. And it don't even swallow nations for the fact of they got these fearless, massive warriors who are willing to take on any and every fucking powerful nation ever. Afghanistan swallows nations because of their ideology, bro. And mm -hmm. they got more ignorance and patience than any nation got bullets and money. Well, I'm going to say radical ideas. They got more radical ideas. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, they could, no, they could, do you think the Taliban could have stopped back? Fox News terms so everybody understand. Bro, fuck that. Do motherfuckers, <laughs> look, they waited 20 years and took that shit in 10 minutes. They could have waited 40 years and took it in 30 minutes, 35 minutes. They got that much patience because the ideology is there. It it took me 45 minutes to get a smoothie the other day. Shit, that took me longer than that to set my fucking camera up for this podcast. Yeah, 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 really my shit was tripping tonight. I'm just saying, bro. That's wild to think about that. Like, that's the only part that they was like, they called, it was like, yo, we on the way. We be there at 30. Open the gate. <laughs> it's like yo, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that part blows my mind. I think yeah, as soldiers, we got a dark sense of humor, so we can laugh at that shit. But it's like that pretty much feels how like it happened. Like 
I'm tired. You, you bought all these bullets. Everybody got four magazines on them. Ain't one shot been fired. That's crazy. Where they do that at, man? Well, <laughs> I don't know where they do that at. That is wild to me, bro. We don't like their 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 type of government. And we'll do something about it. Fucking do something about it. Exactly. I don't know, man. The bullies in your face. What are you gonna do? Do something. You gonna shrink or you gonna you gonna you gonna swing? I don't know, man. I just fuck it, bro. I <sighs> yeah. So I motherfuckers is literally texting me, you okay? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's because people of other mindedness, other than you, this might be affecting them different. You know what I'm saying? Like no, and and I, I say that brash as shit. Yes, one hundred percent. What you just said, I get it. You know what I mean? I I get it. So they might have got a call from another soldier. Yeah, that was reliving some shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And they just, as a courtesy, they're like, yo, let me call my boy Fights. Oh, bro, trust. I love and appreciate that because I, I had to reach out to Cats, too. Because I and, and because I saw the, their their social media reactions and how they how they, how they they took the news, bro. But mm-hmm. I had to hold me up and say, bro, you, did you do your job when you were there? Hell yeah, dog. We did X, Y, Z. Bro, that was all you were, was ever going to be able to do. Exactly. You were, you was never gonna be able to fucking like <laughs> that was all you was ever gonna be able to do is give one million percent of yourself, commit to your troops while you dead, bro. That's all the time that you ever had. You had that 365 days to go and fucking execute and pray to God that you make it back and your soldiers make it back alive, bro. You had 365 days to go hard or however long you were deployed for. That's the time you had to go in and leave that shit in the fucking paint. And bring it back, bro. You that was all you ever was gonna commit. For me, it confirmed that the government looks at us like batteries. When the battery dies, you just replace it. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I felt that way since I was in country. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boots in the sand. I was like, yo, the epiphany hit me. Like, I'm a battery. I'm bro. a battery. You're going to run out of juice, nigga, and yeah. throw it in the gutter and go buy another, man. That's it. Discard that bitch and keep going. And here's my thing, because that's that's the problem when you have, that you run into when when, you, when you're when you doing these type of things, right? When when these these operations shift, like, once once in the country. Right. Like, because motherfucker got to the point where, like, well, we're, we're here, we might as well uh, set up some bases. Well, we set up some bases, we might as well... Uh, Try to build some schools. Uh, since we're here, we might as well fucking try to improve or some roads, or some roads, or some bridges. We might as well, you know. And that shit grows, mm-hmm. and people get invested, and you and you and the the people there get get that that false sense of security of by you being there that this now is, our life is going to be different. You know what I mean? You got to think right. if there was a one year old child that was born when we first got there, that child probably got kids by now, bro. We've been at that fucking long, bro. Yeah, that's what I meant. Why we train two generations of soldiers? Yeah, come on, man. We've been there that long. We've been there long enough for, for the people of Afghanistan to see that a different life is possible when you fight for it. 
You know what I mean? Talk about it, bro. Real shit, bro. And so soldiers, man, guys, again, you did your fucking jobs, man. Uh, shit, the, the guys in Vietnam felt the same way. The guys who went to fucking Mogadishu felt the same way. But it's like in any fight, you feel like you didn't win. You always feel like you left something in the tank. Bro, there was never going to be a parade for this. Right. There was never going to be that World War II moment. You know what I mean? There was never going to be like the fucking, the war of the Pacific when the Japanese gave up. That was never going to happen. That, you know what I mean? There was never going to be a surrender of, of, of country or of, from force on force because that war didn't begin like that. The occupation didn't begin like that. Come on, man. It was, so I think me personally, I came to the realization a long time ago. I think that's why I'm in, the current headspace that I'm in about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, OGs knew that shit, bro, on the ground. Like, man, this, <laughs> why are we here? Soldiers had that conversation on time. I know why I'm here right now because I'm obligated to these right. 14 troops that I got. Right. But in the overall, overall overall things, man, come on, bro. Soldiers had those conversations, man. If they're being real with themselves, you were never going to get a fucking ticker tape parade. You're never going to march down Times Square saying that the war is over and God bless America, all of our troops are home. I think that's part of it, where it's like, we're never going to get the appreciation for the sacrifices we made in those two places, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Nope. And I think that's what bothers people. Like, like I said, when you leave something there, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, did you appreciate what I left? Ah, oh, man, that makes that makes it hard. You at least appreciate what I left. Yeah. When you get a bumper sticker, be like support the troops. They they give you that shit. <laughs> it's troops, men and women. The only time I feel like I'm appreciated is Veterans Day. And am I really appreciate it? Because I can't eat off the whole menu for free. I can do select items for free. Get your ass, get that blue. But I, say, I digress. I digress. Get, but, that blue, uh, get that blooming onion. Shut the hell up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Come on, man. You I right, like blooming onions. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so uh, at what point does the sacrifice worth the result? When you got all of these people around here struggling with mental health, mm-hmm. while there's help. There's not enough help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep improving the avenues of assistance. Mm-hmm. Let's get veteran homelessness eradicated because that shouldn't exist. Talk it, brother. Talk it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do you really fuck with me? Talk it, brother. Do you really appreciate me? Am I really your man's? Right. Or did I just do you a favor and, like, what America's showing you, now that, now that I don't need you to do that favor no more, I holler. That, that's like the one night stand where you're like, hey, you, you ain't even get my number. you like, uh, oh, yeah. I'll be back. Right back. When we grab I'm all right. I'm about to go. You good? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Man, I swear though, but I, I, and there, there's a, America has a long history of seemingly, I won't say that is 
uh, blatant or, or just or just completely by by design. But there's a a, a tendency to show um, forgiveness for the sacrifices that many have made. Come on, man. Um, and again, we can go way back to all these different wars, man. You can go every every town had that 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 veteran who came back cooked on smack or whatever the case is or you know what i mean and that goes on and on to this day um well and the next major occupation is going to come and it's going to be the same thing american sons and daughters are going to have pride and commitment and sacrifice they're going to go forward they're going to fight for the red and white and the blue and they're going to do so proudly bro that's that's the beauty of america you feel me like i I just got chills just by saying that shit right because I still got I still got a little fighting me. You feel me? That's that's the America we believe in. Yeah, the ideal of democracy and freedom. That's exactly what it is. And I right. It it, it 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 causes it allows you to to be better than yourself, bro. Think about like all the armed forces are made up of people from different walks of life and society who probably never would have gotten along, never had a common ground until they met that black man, that white woman, or that white man, that Chinese man, uh, uh, Latinx man, or other people from everywhere in those armed forces, bro. And they make some magical fucking shit happen. Basic AIT. Come on. Friends for life. I'm saying, yeah. Friends for life on armed service, people they never would have met, right? And, and, And we do so proudly, bro. And at the end of the day, at some point, same form of fashion, you're gonna sacrifice something. Whether it's time away from your family, whether it's your mental health, whether it's your body, these badass knees I got at fucking 39 years old, like or my back, yeah, your, you your back, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna sacrifice something for in, in the sake of service, right? And we do so proudly, we do so without complaints, without anything, because that's what we do. We're talking one percent of Americans actually serve, bro. I think. We, we say, hey, if I can run after I get out of the military, I won. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're running on that concrete that's eating your knees up. You're running in B group where you should really be in A group, so you really sidestepping when you're running. <laughs> you ain't really able to stretch your legs out, so that make it Yeah, work. you get one A, a group day a week out of me. One, one day yeah. a week. I just think we agreed to sacrifice some things, but in totality of the situation we sacrificed everything yeah the version of us before we deployed that would have been more patient with our kids that would have been more patient with our siblings come on man that would have been more patient with the ones we you know we love husband wife significant other you know what i'm saying like we sacrificed that version of ourselves because as much as I think I'm calm, cool, and collected, I know I'm not the same as I was before I put my feet <laughs> in them sand, that sand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know if a horn blares and I can't see the car, the hair on the back of my neck stand up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on? It's just my body's natural reaction to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be the patient guy. And I, you know, I, I, I don't mind therapy. Like, I, I think it's, it takes a stronger person to actually go to therapy than somebody who denies it and denies mm-hmm. 
its ability to help you. Um, but I feel like we sacrificed that person. Yeah. I want to get out. My son is 17. I want to get out and run with him. Like you said, my knees, my bro, my knees. My knees hurt right now just by saying the word knees. You know what I'm saying? Like my back. Like, Excuse me, did you just call yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't bring us up. <laughs> I thought somebody said something. Yeah, my, my back, man. Like every day. When I get out of the bed, I'm just happy that I can get out of the bed. Cause I spent days while I was in the military curled up in the bed, mm. unable to like get up and walk and be a normal 25-year-old, 26-year-old, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I heard my back early and basic. Wow. So like we've sacrificed way more than we ever signed up for. The only blessing is we're still alive to fix our faults. I um I look at all of the um like this shit, right? That that like, cause you replay it in your head, right? You you mm-hmm. replay, you replay just the times when you're just like, damn, well, how did I survive that shit? Or, oh man, I'm glad we made this call. Or, luckily right. that that ID didn't go off. Or, you replay that stuff in your head, man. So when I reflect now, when I'm here and I have it a moment, right? And quite honestly, I I, I feel personally like I won. You know what I mean? You. Like yeah, like knees be damn, back be damn. Shoulder, ankles, whatever physical, physically hurt me, I, I I feel victorious in being able to feel that. You know what I mean? That's why I said the last part of what I said about yeah. being here to be able to fix our faults. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, we may have faults, but we still alive and we able to fix our faults. I, I tell you, my, my wife says it all the time. She's like, "You got this weird ability to go within yourself." You know what I mean? You know, like I'm. Just, I just need a moment, right? Right. And, and I, it's subconscious to this point. I don't even know when I'm doing it. Where I'm not, right. I'm not even necessarily standoffish or anything like that. It's just kind of like, I hear you. I'm eternalizing what the fuck you're saying to me, but I ain't got time for that shit right now. Like, just <laughs> right. Call me she tomorrow. Communicate. Get on my yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. You yeah. can't handle that. Like, I understand this is a marriage. I understand we're we're working together to build something wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. But you couldn't fucking handle that shit like right now, dude. You you really need me. You need my mental, my bandwidth right. in, this, in this very moment when I don't have it. You know what I mean? And so I had those moments, man, and I had to come back and be like, hey, man, my bad. I just understand that. I understand that that's going to happen. Um, and and I, again, I feel victorious in being able to recognize those moments when I'm not 100%. How about to say the fact that you see them? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. That, that's a win. That's a fucking yes. win, bro. Like again, like okay, Eric, you're not, you're not a, you're not on ten right now. You on five and a half. Just and then the fact that, that you and that's okay. Recognize what needs to be done, and you yeah, do yeah. what needs to be done. Yeah, that's another win. That's two separate wins, right there. That, yeah, like I'm, I'm here for it, bro. I'm like, cool, man. We, 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 we vibing. We working. We, we getting better every day. And I, and I think that's what. um a lot of brothers and sisters who had to struggle, bro, like yeah. having the wherewithal to understand what's happening in, to you at those particular moments in those 
PTSD episodes, right? Mm-hmm. In those post-traumatic episodes, being able to calm down and hopefully talk through count backwards, you know, count backwards from five and then from 10 and, and to find that center, right? To recognize who is operating right now, who, who is running, who's driving my car right now, right? right? Is it me or is it my emotions or is it my anxiety? Is it my fears and, or whatever the case may be? You know, and, and to recognize when those moments are happening is is what we have to do and to to save that person in the mirror, bro. Two things I realized. One, I can't operate on autopilot. Because mm. autopilot, you're not getting the best version of me. You're gonna get off the cuff, how I'm feeling at the time, real. And you know what I'm saying? That's not yeah. good for anybody. Two is I can't rely on whatever my vices are to calm me down. You have to figure out a way to calm yourself down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't rely on alcohol, weed, pills, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever your your chase is, whatever your no, chase no, is. No external escapisms. Exactly. Right. You need to be in your right physical mind in order to combat this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it won't be easy day one. Well, hopefully by day 100, it'll be at least a little bit easier. Hell yeah, man. Like, like what people don't understand is this is like alcoholism. This is like somebody being a lifetime person on drugs where it's like, you know, you hear people say, I fight alcoholism every day. You know what I'm saying? Because it's today that day where I take that first drink. Mm. It's kind of the same thing with PTSD. It's today the day when I let that thought that's in the back of my mind ruin my full day. You mm. know what I'm saying? What steps can I take to keep that from happening? You know what I'm saying? What mental exercises, what physical exercises, like what can be done to keep me out of that mindset? We have to start fighting the mental health side of it. And, I, and I, Those demons, bro, like they're there. Yeah, and they're real. They bitches. <laughs> Bro, them hoes is for real, for real. They for real. real, for real, dog. Them shits exist. Yeah. And, and you know what's the killing part of, not just the killing part about it, but it's the recognition of those demons, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because most people would try to hold back their demons and 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 put them and tuck them in and don't address them. Man. Nah, bro, when mine pop up, I like, I see you, bitch. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Let's let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you, you have to treat it like an actual enemy. Yeah, bro. You have yeah. to engage the enemy. You won't get me today. You won't get me tomorrow, but you I know you there. I know you there. The more you're willing to combat it, mm-hmm. the the softer the voice gets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm that's saying? That's that that's that that's that war within. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we can't we can't give in to the war within. It just it's just a different front, bro. It's just a fucking different battlefield. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That that's why when I when I like my brothers and shit, they be talking, man, I, I go back over there. I'm like, I fucking won't. <laughs> like, bitch, I barely made it the first couple times. Fuck is you talking about? Look, when I came back as a contractor, <laughs> I was like, they couldn't offer me 400000 to go back over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not happening for the kid, bro. I'm not doing it. Nah, bro, I cannot take, like, a contract. I came back as a soldier. We landed in Maine to refuel. I kissed the (laughs) ground in Maine. was like, man, 
if I can help it, I'm never, <laughs> never going back ever again. And then my dumb ass went back like 10 months later. <laughs> it's a contract. Uh, and that's not even, it's not even a fear standpoint. It's like, no, it's, 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 it's recognizing the blessing that, yeah, I just survived something that not everybody survives. No. And I have enough of my mental faculty to realize that this is a good thing that I'm coming home. Yeah. And I wish I would have done more as far as like the mental health side. Because mm-hmm. you know how to give you those cognitive tests to make sure, oh, you've responded to this answer the same speed as you was before. So you're fine. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That ain't shit. Exactly. That ain't shit. <laughs> Bro, I'm tired. There's days I go, I go fucking a whole day and just like, like, when the fuck did I wake up? <laughs> like, I've just been moving. That's the autopilot, yeah. right? They're just, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's like, damn, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Then you had to reback, reel back, and just, okay, boom. Demon, you winning right now. And, and a lot of times you realize those days you haven't done anything productive. No. You literally just, you've been breathing. Yeah, yeah. You just been like just going, and those those bad days. And um, oh, man, see, we can do a whole episode, bro. Keep going. We can go. No, I'm saying we can do a whole Let's episode because the, the shit is the shit is so relevant, um, and so timely. And and I'm just hopefully for the people out there that's listening who hasn't who I know a lot of our vets listen. They're like, fuck yeah, preach, brother. They they amen in the back. They co-signing on bad credit right. right now. They they get they picking up what we putting down. But for the layman, right, who hadn't um, who hadn't had the the fortunate advantage or disadvantage of, of experiencing some of the shit that we're talking about, man, it's a, it's a weird place to be, especially when you're recognizing it. It's one thing to say, Oh, that that person is X, Y, and Z, or he's dealing with this and a third, like, because that, that person doesn't always necessarily know that he or she's in that moment. Right. They don't know the fight. They just wanted to stop that. That's, that's when you end up with your 22 a days. Right. They just want to stop and they don't know where the outlet or the help is to, you know what I mean? Like people can say, oh, why didn't he just go to the VA? Or why didn't he just go over here? Or he could have just called so-and-so or he could have called this. When the demon is winning, the demon is winning. trapped in that mental mindset. Yeah, yeah. When he got you in the trap, that bitch got you in the trap. You feel me? And and so that's why I say, and and like you just said, in terms of the mental health piece and, and the counseling piece, it's, they don't help you get rid of these demons, bro. They help you address right. them. They help you defeat them. Come on. You see, you see what I'm saying? It's not, it's not about because we are all changed, bro. We are all changed. Whether it's that 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 horn that you hear, or whether it's that fucking loud boom that startles you. Exactly. Or is it that like anxiety attack? Corner of a restaurant because you need to see everything yeah, bro. that comes in. Like, like I I know my triggers, right? If like I, I get these weird anxiety attacks like before sleep, right? And not every night, but like on mo- on some nights. Like I'm laying down uncomfortable and I had a high of a high of a day, right? Mm-hmm. Kids are great. Everybody's healthy. Family, talking to my dad, talking to my brothers, sister. Everybody's doing great. Everybody's wondering. And then it, that seems to trigger my anxiety, right? I'm, I'm being, I'm, 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 I'm letting people look under the hood of this, this high speed machine right now, right? But it's because you can, you, you realize at that moment of your high, what you have to lose. Yes. Yes. And so that triggers, when I say I, I know my trigger, my anxiety triggers, and it's that that triggers my anxiety and it gets me into a panic, this weird panic that I get into. And it usually doesn't last long, 
but I, I, I'm outside of my body, bro. As like, my, my, I'm sweating, I'm breathing heavy, and it's like, what the fuck? And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to fucking, I don't know, like spontaneously combust, right? And it's not no outward yelling, screaming, punching holes in the wall, no weird shit. It's just an eternal feeling mm-hmm. that I feel that's like, oh my God, oh my God, what if, 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 and I have to fucking... That's when you realize I'm not in control right now. Yeah, yeah. I have to like breathe, bro. Like I, I go, I meditate. Like I, I just boom, I stop, meditate, control my breathing, come back, and be like, hey, bro, you fine, dog. It's and, so it's and, it's and winning right now. It's okay to win. To a lot of sleepless nights. Oh no, fuck that. I go to sleep. But <laughs> I'm talking about in the beginning, though. Oh yeah, early before before, before I had a grasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. To mm-hmm. those who don't understand the magnitude of what we're talking about. Imagine your worst day. And then imagine being on the hamster wheel, not controlling when the memories come back to you. Yeah, yeah. So you just on the wheel and you just, hey, you got to keep this wheel moving. Got to keep the wheel moving. Got to keep the wheel moving. Got to keep the wheel moving. Damn. I wasn't ready for it. It was there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what a day in the life of a soldier is. Like, we're on the hamster wheel of life. And we can't control what movie plays in our head. Bruh. That shit. <laughs> I feel like, and my wife be like, why the fuck? Like I explained it to her. She be like, yeah, I hear you. But, you know, somebody better put these, <laughs> somebody better put this food up, put these groceries away. All right, I ain't gonna ask you <laughs> What, what, what dudes in the country say? I ain't gonna chew my food twice. Yeah, I ain't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you heard what the fuck I said? But nah, man, I tell my brothers out there, man, seek the help, bro. Like, yep. That's why. That's why our ranks and that those uh, alert rosters. Yeah, they gotta stay activated, man. Yep. Um, they gotta stay activated, bro, because at the end of the day, again, like you said, war is a young man's game. It's 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 next man up, bro. It's, it's it's next man up. Like that's what it is. You get them old shifty veterans who coach more the men toward the youth, but private always gonna be the same age, bro. Yeah. America would never have a shortage of people who willing to just come in and, and, and answer the answer the call, bro. One percent, exactly. And if you ask many fucking veterans right now, they looking at this shit like they looking at Afghanistan, and they looking, let's go. Say, they looking like say the word because yeah, and look, it was a contractor who got his head cut off in, in Iraq mm-hmm. I was a medic they showed us that video in AIT everybody in the class I seen that video was like fuck this training shit let's go right now you can train us on the ground you know what I'm saying like <laughs> So I understand the mentality. That's a young, impulsive, you know what I'm saying, mindset. Right. I just think what you said is is partially true. What you said was war is a young person's game. It is. But the effects of war affects everyone. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's, war, it's people war getting itself. triggered that fought in Vietnam from the shit they see in us go through you know what I'm saying or like you know what I'm saying like I had an uncle that was in Vietnam and he was like look where your ass go to Iraq you need to come talk to me 
<laughs> and I went and talked to him. And I told him what my mindset was. He was like, he looked at me in the eyes. He was like, you ready? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say what I said to him on the air. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you when we get off. But like, he was like, you ready? He was like, you in the right mind frame. I, had, like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want to be in that mind frame every day now. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, like, fuck no. Because some people just can't turn the switch off. Imagine, imagine you're somebody who's obsessive compulsive and you fought in a war and what that does to your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm obsessive, obsessive compulsive, but just imagine somebody who was, who fell mm-hmm. through the cracks of all the testing and training that we do. Cause you know, they try to weed out people with certain issues mm-hmm. but at a certain time they were just taking anybody <laughs> shit. you breathe let's go motherfucker take anybody now shit yeah so it's like yeah they, now they're kicking those people out you know what I'm <laughs> now, now those people from that 2008 surge are the leaders oh, that's true too yeah See, I've been out for a while so I didn't even think about they, the people that came in with me are now the E7s the 8s bro our majors and shit. That shit hit different right now. <laughs> uh, I see it, bro. Yeah. I'm, I see. It. That's the beauty of my my current occupation, bro. Because I, you know, I have the fortunate advantage of like one of my coworkers came to me the other day yesterday. He was like, "Man, you really command the room in front of these soldiers. Like, you really you got your fucking finger on the pulse of these mugs to make them react, and they engage. You keep them engaged." And and I told him, I said, bro, it's it just because I still speak the language. Exactly. They looking at me, they still see a fucking non-commissioned officer, bro. Like they, they look at you guys and say, interpreter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, they, yeah. I, I'm I'm talking the same shit, right? And exactly. so whereas these guys are more than far more knowledgeable, uh God, you know, but that and I learn every time even one of them open their mouth, man. I'm in a very fortunate position to really learn from these guys. But then again, they they don't speak the language of, exactly. of, of young soldier. Now my time coming where I my fucking expiration date will come, right. and I'm saying some shit that's fucking completely outdated as fuck too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but right, yeah, right now, way, right now I'm the first sergeant. They like, hey, motherfucker, <laughs> I, oh yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's exactly. the, that, that's the big difference um, in terms of that. But when I say uh, just being able to, this job has been so therapeutic for me because. For somebody who recently retired, I still feel I'm contributing to the warfighter. You feel what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still providing. You also probably feel that obligation to contribute. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because the fight is still in me. I feel like I got at the game a little early, even though it was time. It was time to check out, but you got more in a tank. You got more in a tank, and you exactly find you find a way to put yourself in position to still coach, mold, and mentor, and give uh, uh, soldiers that valuable information, bro. Because imagine. Imagine this real quick to the people who never served, man. Imagine being in charge of fucking hundreds of million dollars of equipment, hundreds of soldiers plus at any given time, crazy amounts of responsibility. And you, you spend 20 plus years, right? Gathering this knowledge, you gain it, you gain it, you get it. It's so valuable. And you're fucking that dude, right? You're in that unit. 
and don't shit move out of that company until they come through you first because you're oh, that man. fucking guy. You're that valuable. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're that guy because you got all this knowledge time and and you didn't did it wrong and you didn't did it right. And people are coming to you because fucking song fights know where how to get it done. And then one day it's over. Yep. Hold on, not, before you before you yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, without yeah, but I'm like just you got yeah, I'm with you, baby, because it was it was a very uh, valid point. Imagine having all that knowledge that you spent acquiring over those years, and then one day it's over, right? Like exactly. it's just just like that. Just like that. And you feel a lot of soldiers feel like, now what the fuck I'm supposed to do with all this shit? <laughs> like, because think about it. Not all that shit translates to civilian life. I was about to say some knowledge is just yes, it, knowledge, it, like it, it does, it does. But not every civilian organization has to has the bandwidth to bring you on to understand the, right. your capabilities. You know what I mean? Like to them, you in some in some uh, work fronts, you're a threat, bro, because you got too much shit. You got too like their biggest thing is about fucking how to get these boxes out by five a.m. before Friday, and it's fucking oh, Monday, man. and you didn't fucking moved a battalion battalion size element clean across the other side of the fucking world as an E5, bro, because you're That's the fucking the UMO. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, I have that problem now. It's like, what you're asking me to do is minimal compared to what I've already done in my life. Like, bro, I was in charge of $100 million satellites. And now you're asking me to be in charge of like computers, but you're treating it like it's a $100 million satellite. And I'm like, bro, like, calm down. Dog, check this shit out. what you're asking no unit has the personnel that they need. You got E4 serving in E6 capacities. You got E6 serving in E7, E8 capacities. You got oh, wow. lieutenants serving in fucking and captain capacities, bro. Like nobody, the army is like, yo, if you had 70 plus percent, you're fucking going to war with the personnel you got and you expect to reach the desired outcome of the mission set for the guidance that was provided by the officers over you, right? Holy and so, shit. No, real shit. This is these are facts that I'm spitting, right? So keep that in mind when in terms of when a soldier's transitioning from soldier life to civilian life, your mindset is different. Your mindset is get shit done. Your mindset is some matter of fact, a lot of soldiers struggle because it's shit too slow. Because they're used to the high op tempo. Yeah, they 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 used to operating at the high tempo. Where it's go, go, go. I'm like that at work now. And the old heads be like, yo, bro, you, you got to calm down. So I'm like, give me more. You can't work me enough, bro. Like, <laughs> let's go. Like, turn this shit, put it on 10 and move out the way. Look, like, take it while I've got it to give it to came, you. Yeah, take it while I still, because I'm, I'm going to be you in a few years. Right. Take it while I still got juice. <laughs> shit. Because when I stop, goddamn, now I quit. <laughs> Leave That's me alone. I'm coast. I ain't come here for no bullshit. Leave me alone now. <laughs> Pitch me rolling. Pitch me rolling. <laughs> I'm just showing up because y'all keep paying me for some goddamn reason. Exactly. You know what I mean? But you know, and that's, that's why so many vets struggle with with uh re-entering society, acclimating to a lot of these different jobs, man. That's why I always preach creating your own shit because you know your value, you know your worth, you know, like. The biggest thing that vets have an issue trying to do when they transitioning is try to how to translate 
all this shit on the NCOER or an award and try to put it into a resume. Because they know the motherfuckers ain't gonna understand that shit. They know they're not gonna understand that shit. That's what people like our guy, I don't wanna say his name, that's Who? trying to do the podcast for oh, us. Oh, Mo? No, shout out to Mo. Yeah, shout out to Oh, check it. I got his artwork, man. He sent me his artwork. I got to send it to you shit fresh. We're about to drop it on. Yo, nah. check out TintedMediaReality.com. TintedMediaReality.com. We're going to drop Mo's artwork, man. You got the uh, Veteran on the Mission podcast coming soon to the Tinted Reality Network. Get it. Go. But that's why what he was trying to create is important. Yeah, yeah. Because if I can get to you a year and a half out, you know what I'm saying? I could start to bend your mind towards more civilian life. Come on. And like for me, I, I didn't realize I was in a job underneath my stead until I was already in the job. <laughs> I was like, wait, what am I doing? Like, no, I used to be that guy. That yeah, yeah. guy's making $120,000 a year. Yeah. I used to be that guy. They treat him like he the man. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> And they they want people that are overqualified in IT. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like it you have to know your value. Yeah, yeah. You also have to know your truth. If you worked in a job in the military that could pay you on the outside, but it's not who you want to be anymore, you gotta know that and you gotta be willing to make that change. Before you got to seek that change before you get out the military. Oh hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? If you getting out of the military and then trying to seek that change, then I'm trying to go to school for something else. It's too late. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Get it while you're still in uniform. It makes the transition that much easier. Yo, you got me want to hit up Mo real quick. I, you know, I was when we started getting when we when I felt the turn <laughs> in the episode, I was like, we need, we need to hit him up real quick, man. Let, let, hey, let's hit him up. Let's do, let's record his first episode tonight. Let's, let's get, do it. Let's do let's, it. Let's be guests on his show tonight. Let's be guests. <laughs> let's go. I'm so serious. I'm gonna hit him up, man. Um, yeah, man. All that, bro. All that. Um, look, Tense Reality Show. You know where to find us. Yeah, yeah. It's anywhere you look. This ain't even I ain't go seek. You ain't even gotta like really look for us. We everywhere. We even on YouTube now. You already mess with us. So let's help us get one more listener today. Let's get one more listener this week. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you see the content is worth it. And to any soldier that feel like I misspoke about anything today, I don't care if you disagree with me on one thing. Hopefully you let the episode play and listen to everything I said. Take a man at his totality, not at his worst moment. You know what I mean? So that's all I ask. I'm going to say, fuck that. That's your experience. You got to write your fucking opinion. And anybody got a problem with anything I said, then come on the podcast and tell your shit. Because that's what I feel. Whether you like what I said about Afghanistan or not, good, better, and different. That's where I went. You got to, every soldier got a story to tell, bro. And I'm tired of pussyfooting around on this fucking podcast, bro. Like real shit, real shit, because everybody got a story to tell and uh, your voice matters. That's the most important thing. Everybody ain't gonna agree. Don't everybody like sushi, bro? Some people think sushi tastes like shit. If everybody loved T-Bone, you won't have vegans. You won't have vegetarians. If everybody loved T-Bones, man. Like (laughs) options, 
are there for a reason. Variety exists. Right. Because people like different shit. I we get it. You know, that's why there's a bazillion fucking podcasts that exist because exactly. people like different shit. There's a billion different cars because people like to drive different shit. But what I want to say is that when we when we talk about when, when knowing yourself and knowing your value and knowing what you're worth, that extends beyond your job. That's you. That's 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 in the that's in the gristle, bro. That's in the that's every, a life trait. That's a life choice. That's a life choice, especially if you got it from the mud, bro. Especially if you got it for the mud and you're in a position right now better than where you were when you started, dog. You already won. Continue to fucking win, knowing your value, knowing your worth, and put it out there, man. Not everybody gonna like it. So what? Put it out there. And you've already sacrificed. You already sacrificed. The time you put in the military, you were underpaid. Come on, bro. I'm gonna tell you straight up, you were underpaid. Bro, I don't know. I don't know too many people that ever got in the army and got fucking rich. You already sacrificed. You put your life on the fucking line to say, hey, you know what? I volunteered to go do X, Y, and fucking Z. Oh, when you done doing that, put yourself in a position while you're leaving that thing to be successful, to grow, to become a better human, and to go on and continue to contribute to society because you're valuable. You're here. You're worth it. It don't matter what demons you're fucking facing. We got people for that shit. Call me. Call Rio. Yeah. If I ain't got the fucking answers that particular day, then damn it, we'll call somebody else together. Hit us at Tinted Reality Media at gmail.com. Come on, man. Let's get it, bro. You know what I'm saying? We will call you back. You know what I'm saying? If you want to come on the show and speak your mind, if you if you 180 to all our, how we felt about this whole episode, come on. Change my mind. You can try. I, I, I don't even want you to change my mind, but I respect your opinion because yeah. I know you was in the sand. I know you... You might not have had on pink Crocs, but you might have had on green Crocs. Come on, bro. We can't even have no conversation and you had on pink Crocs, kid. You Come like, on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This might be pink Crocs too, kid. You know what I'm hey, saying? Man. But That's like, what it is. Y'all. Like, I, I'm sorry that it took us a couple of days to even speak on it, but... No, you was, was ready to go. You didn't want the raw emotion. Yeah, yeah. You was ready to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you hit me day one. Like, yeah, what yeah. time we going hot? Because I felt like, I feel like as the voice of the voiceless, as the voice of most military brethren and sistren, I felt like it's our obligation to be able to speak on the things that affect us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't wrong. That's the only reason I was like, hey, babe, Uh, uh, how'd they say Watch your lane. And again, bro, to all my brothers and soldiers out there that answered the call, all them cats from the 82nd Airborne, all the Marine units that's currently out there that happen to evacuate those people. We know you, you know you're dealing with a difficult task right now. And you probably won't even hear this shit and probably until you get back to the States, right? But we know you're dealing with some difficult shit, some uh, some unwinnable situations, but you're fucking capable, you're excellent. And you can get the job done because true soldiers excel in the face of adversity. And that's what you're going to continue to do. Thank you for your fucking service. I always wanted to say that shit. Salute to all the vets and all the people that get it out there, man. You already know, baby. Let's go. Fired up now. God damn it. Let's go. Your tenth reality show, everybody. Y'all know where we at. Get at us. Come get this black boy joy. Come rock with us, man. Let's go. I fired like up. We need to do another fucking show. I'm just, I'm just turning third, bro. I ain't even headed home yet. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. <laughs> now nah, let's let them go. We hit them hostage longer, does bad. Yes, sir.
Get us on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Radio, Pandora, any and everywhere, YouTube, wherever you get the podcast. Get at your people, man. Get do, I your... Get, do I get the pardon? Do I get the pardon words? Oh, shit, I thought you gave them. Nah. What shit? Give them some more? Nah, those were Scooby Snacks that they was getting out. Oh, you dropping vittles and crumbs and shit. To those who served, not only in the military, but in any capacity that are dealing with mental health, now that you're out of the box, don't let the box control you. Now that you're on the outside looking in, don't let what's inside control you. Mm -hmm. Go get the help that's needed. Some of it's free. Some of it you may have to pay for. But it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, man. Yo, I love you to death, yo. <laughs> no, like, man. He said it. <laughs> hey, let me, let me. I can't, I can't follow you, man. You ain't shit for that. You know that. <laughs> I just like ditto. <laughs> and stop recording. Uh, I had you at the head scratch. When you reached up, I was just like, oh, you like this. <laughs> I mean, my feels, man. I'm going to say this because um, it's just as important. And I won't go say shit, but this is left. Come on. Your circle is everything. And I say that based off that text that you sent me earlier today. When I said I fucking needed that shit, I was dead ass, bro. I was fucking dead ass. And so your circle, your people in your circle going to fucking... For some unknown force in the fucking universe, they're going to give you what the <laughs> fuck you need when you fucking need it, even though you don't know that they don't even know that you need it. You see me a random ass fucking text, bro. And I swear, bro, that was the Lord working through you because I needed it at that time. That's why I, I, I needed it. I'm, I'm going to tell you when, when this shit go off, right? I'm going to tell you when this shit go off. And I'm going to tell you that the Lord working through you Cause I was I was doubting my shit and I was like, I fucking needed that. Turn up, I'm back on ten. Look, look, I'm like shit. We can get three, four of them, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you. I got you. Fuck. God damn it. In the meantime, in between time, tenth reality show. Everybody, check your goddamn left, right, out of Lamex, man. Find a soldier. Tell them thank you and appreciate you for their fucking service. Oh man, spread love, not hate, all the other dumb shit that people say. I do want to say one more thing. Oh shit, that's my thing. <laughs> if you tell a fucking soldier, I appreciate your service, look him in the eye and fucking mean it. That shit is like telling somebody, I love you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that you're trying to date, I love you. Like that shit means something to us. Real shit. But if I can see in your face that you don't mean it, it makes that soldier jaded. Mm. You get three or four people saying it that way, and now that soldier's like, well, f- fuck. None of these motherfuckers really appreciate me. 
You know what I'm saying? So just fucking look me in the eye and mean it. Can, can we, can we, can we, we done? No, man. <laughs> Love you, boy. Keep dropping that shit. Get the reality show in the meantime, in between time, everybody. Live, love, life, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Tented Reality Show. If you like what you heard from us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or just say, hey, Alexa, play Tinted Reality Show. We appreciate you all. Peace.